Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Think of Ben Bernanke as the little Dutch boy, the kid with his finger in the dike. He now has this dilemma. How does he pull that finger out of the American economy without bad things happening? He will be making his case to a skeptical Congress this week. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Progressive Insurance with more than 30,000 local independent agents. Information available at Progressive.com. And by PBS, presenting Faces of America with Henry Louis Gates Jr., Meryl Streep, and Stephen Colbert, who dig into their family trees Wednesday at 8, 7 Central on PBS. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizal. Good to have you here on this Monday, everybody. It is the 8th of February today. Assuming the streets of Washington, D.C. are clear of snow by then, and there is another big storm on the way, Ben Bernanke is scheduled to trudge up Capitol Hill later this week. On the face of it, it's going to be just one more round of congressional testimony from the Fed chairman. But there are some expectations that he will use his public remarks over the next few weeks to start laying the groundwork for what might be the Fed's trickiest bet yet, getting all that money it plowed into the American economy safely out. From Washington Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer reports. When times are tough, the Fed pumps extra money into the banking system. That keeps interest rates low for struggling businesses and consumers. For the past two years, the Fed has been raining money down on the economy. It's piled up like the snow now covering Washington. Soon it'll be time to start shoveling. The Fed has covered the economy with a deep blanket of reserves. That might have been appropriate for sometimes, but at some point it's going to have to dig that out. Vincent Reinhardt is a former Fed economist, now with the American Enterprise Institute. He says the Fed will eventually need to shovel up the excess money it's created. Congress has given the Fed a new tool, the authority to set the interest rates it pays to banks. The hope is they'll park more cash in Fed accounts. Ken Kuttner teaches economics at Williams College. The Fed is simply uh, trying to say, hey, instead of keeping the money in your mattress, give it to me, we'll take care of it. And uh, in doing so, there'll be less of it sloshing around in the system. Now, when there's less available cash, interest rates go up. Loans are harder to get. That cools the economy and prevents inflation. But wait a minute. Aren't we in the middle of a credit crunch? Why would the Fed want to make loans harder to get now? Catherine Mann teaches economics at Brandeis. She says Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke is using his testimony before Congress to send investors a signal that he won't let the economy recover too quickly. Bernanke wants to make very clear that the Federal Reserve has both the commitment as well as the tools to ensure that inflation does not get out of control. Now, if banks are parking their excess cash at the Fed instead of loaning it to you, interest rates will go up. Because of that, you'll get a better rate on your savings account, but mortgage rates could go up a bit, and businesses could pay more for short-term loans. The economy has to be well on the way to recovery before the Fed puts on the brakes, though, and economists don't expect that to happen until later this year. In Washington, I'm Nancy Marshall-Genzer for Marketplace. Commodities did a little better today than they were doing at the end of last week. Oil nudged up a bit, back to almost $72 a barrel. The euro edged higher against the dollar. Europe's single currency took a shellacking last week on the foreign exchange markets amid worries about budget deficits over there. 
There was some tough talk on that topic over the weekend at a big finance meeting in Canada, and it does seem to have calmed currency traders just a bit. But as Marketplace's Stephen Beard reports from the European desk in London, markets usually like action, not so much words. European finance ministers assured the G7 meeting that Europe would deal with its deficits, but there was no concrete plan of action. Currency dealers continue to fret over the debt of Eurozone countries like Greece. They fear that Athens might actually default, and that fear is undermining the single currency, says Graham Mather of the European Policy Forum. The danger for the euro itself is that the market anxieties about the Greek public accounts could make people lose confidence in bonds, other things denominated in euros. Few observers believe that the Greeks will be able to sort out their public finances on their own. Too much austerity is likely to provoke...